Hi, Jill. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm fine. We had a pleasant weekend over on the island uh, under the sun, and now, of course, the clouds have formed a little bit, but it's still not too bad. Yeah, it's a little cooler, but it's okay. Um, just for the people who don't know, we had our uh, combined company retreat, so the KP Wood employees and their families and the linguist employees and their families. We were all over on Vancouver Island. And what sorts of things did you do? Uh, what did we do? Spent some time on the beach, and I guess we all played golf, and we all went caving, and we ate a lot of food, <laughs> and uh, relaxed, really. Caving means we went into a cave, a group of us. That was a team-building experience, as we made sure that nobody fell down these slimy, dark holes and cracks in the cave. We also played some beach volleyball, and along the way, we drank a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. And martinis. <laughs> and martinis. I'm not a big martini guy. Uh, I like wine and whiskey. I like it straight. Either wine or whiskey. I don't drink beer. I don't drink martinis. Wine and whiskey. And other hard liquor like vodka, aquavit, grappa, uh, you know, calvados, the pure liquor. Or wine. But no mixed. I don't like mixing them. Yeah, I can't do any of those. (laughs) I only do the mixed, fruity, girly types of drinks. (laughs) Okay. To each his or her own. Um, What I'd like to talk a little bit about is, you know, in language learning, how do we get into a language? A lot of our podcasts here uh, are spoken at a normal speed uh, and they're normal conversation And so I think they're useful to people who are already intermediate and better learners. But uh, especially now with Link, that uh, we're getting into other languages like Spanish and French and Russian, uh, a lot of our learners will be beginners. So um, do you remember when you were a beginner in learning any language? Um, Well, I started learning French when I was five, so I don't really remember. I started learning Spanish in high school, so I remember a little more, but um, that was a choice. French was not really a choice. Spanish was a choice, and uh, so I do remember learning Spanish, yes. But in both cases, you were helped, you were guided, you had a teacher, and uh, and you were not really under any pressure. You just showed up at class and did whatever you were told to do and closed the books and thought about something else, and some of it stuck, basically. Right. Right, yes. Now, let's take the situation of someone who is, you know, quite serious about learning and wants to learn on their own, but they're starting at zero. Now, I've been in that situation quite a few times recently when I decided to learn Korean and Russian, and uh, I've done it for Portuguese. Um, I've done it, you know, some years ago for Italian, for German. And, of course, typically I go out and buy whatever... In those days, cassette, or in these days, CD and book system is available. Uh, I typically ignore all the grammar explanations because I I find them confusing uh, until I have some of the language. So I just do a lot of listening and reading, following their chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. Now, of course, we want to try to simulate that at Link and create a similar experience. Um, and, And partly that's what's behind the power of the linguist. I guess what I'm curious to find out is how much help does a learner need? 
to what extent, you know, of course we have our tutors, but how much help does a learner need? How much, how difficult is it to start a language entirely on your own? You know, Joe, maybe you should start into uh, Hungarian or something just to test this out. <laughs> I don't know. I think really it depends on the person's motivation, their motivation and their attitude. I mm-hmm. think if people really want to learn a language, um, there's not a person who can teach the language to them. They have to put in the work. They have to do the reading. They have to do the listening. Um, they have to do the hard work rather than just showing up, sitting in a class passively, not really participating, not maybe even wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. You're not going to learn that way. And so I think it really does depend on the person and their motivation. Right. Now, uh, there are some concepts in different languages that are difficult. I was on a, a forum, howtolearnanylanguage.com, and people who were trying to learn French said what they found very difficult was the object pronoun. Mm-hmm. And I at first didn't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. But what they mean is, in French, when you say je te le donne, or j'en ai, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the un, or je te le, mm-hmm. donne-le-moi. Mm-hmm. The le, I guess, is the object pronoun. I never really you're thought... You're replacing the thing, right? The it that you're talking about. Of course, it replaces the it. But is it je le te donne, or je te le donne? I mean, there are issues there of, of the order. Mm-hmm. And en is not something that we have in English. I have some of it, j'en ai, un peu, whatever. So we don't have that in English. But I never thought of it in terms of it being a specific problem or uh, an object pronoun. I didn't even know what the term meant. The term, yeah, you didn't know the term because you didn't learn that vocab or that grammar rule, right? Right. So I guess my question is if we have easy content, where people are saying things like je te le donne, and it comes up often, and people who at first find that structure difficult, they can save that structure. Uh, I wonder if it's possible to absorb those kinds of things naturally um, without having to spend a lot of time learning a bunch of rules or doing specific drills. I found, I used a system called FSI, which is the American Foreign Service Institute, I used it a bit for Portuguese and for Cantonese. I just found that I just couldn't keep doing the drills. Uh, my mind just just turned off after a while. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I discover, I heard it once in this content, then I saw it again in another content, and, and pretty soon I had this sense of discovering it, and it stuck with me. Now, that may just be me. But I think what we want to do in these other languages now, I mean, if there are people listening who are speakers of French or Japanese or Spanish, um, we certainly welcome people to create content. They are all uh, free to go to lingq.link.com. Uh, registration is free. They can get on there and study English and Spanish and French and whatever they want. Of course, we have limited languages right now. And we would certainly encourage them to try and think up easy content that uses some of these. Those are not difficult words. Je te le donne, you know. Uh, but it is a rather peculiar structure that's specific to certain Latin languages, and it's a little different in Italian and in Spanish and so forth. And so we're looking for people to provide us with easy content. Mm-hmm. And in a way, that's what The Power of the Linguist does. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you read The Power of the Linguist in Spanish? Uh, I have read a few parts of it. I've read some of it in French, but it's, I mean, it's too easy for me for French. So <laughs> I have read probably five parts in Spanish. 
because I, I can't say that I'm motivated right now very much to uh, improve my languages. <laughs> That's okay. No, no, I'm just teasing you. Um, but the idea there is that I think the power of the linguist is quite a good beginner text. I think it can be better, but because it is connected, so there are 25 or 26 episodes. So when you think finish one, yeah, it's not much. But after about two or three episodes, you're just a little curious mm -hmm. to read the next episode because it's a story. It's mm -hmm. not just a few sentences. Mm -hmm. So to that extent, it motivates people to continue, we hope. Mm -hmm. And it is quite easy, and it gets progressively you know, more and more difficult. Probably it gets too difficult too soon. Mm -hmm. And I think if people were creating that kind of content for us, for Spanish or French or German, we should probably stay easier for a longer period of time. But if people do create content like that for us, of course they can even they can choose uh, at link. They can put a price on it if they want. They can share it for free. Even if they share it for free, that increases their storage capacity in link, so that there are benefits, uh, you know, to doing that. So we would really be interested. You know, I think one day I'm going to have a contest. <laughs> All right, I don't know when we're going to have a contest, and we're going to try to pick the best beginner easy and beginner content in the different languages and we'll translate them. So if we get someone who gives us an excellent beginner content for Japanese or for Chinese or, or German, we'll translate it into five or six languages and then we'll have the same beginner content in all languages. So if I'm a Chinese speaker and I read and listen to it in Italian, I can also read in Chinese so I know what the story is, which is kind of helpful again when you're, when you're a beginner. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, those are, you know we want to explore. Obviously, you can go pick up uh, a book and, and and do whatever they do in the book, which is fine. And and I think many people will, even if they're using Link, may want to go and buy some kind of a beginner book. But uh, a lot of the dialogue in those beginner books, you know, that's the kind of dialogue I would like to see our members create for us in the different languages, so we can have a tremendous quantity of of beginner content. And if if we have a contest. And, of course, we can see in Link how often people are using these items. And if we could develop a lot of that content, translate it into other languages, I think that would give us a lot of beginner content, which is, I think, perhaps what we're lacking a bit right now in, in the other languages. And then, uh, Jill, when you are motivated to learn Spanish, before your next trip down there, <laughs> there'll be all kinds of material there for you to use. Or maybe you want to move on to another language. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Okay. I think we've kind of covered that uh, subject. You know, we are excited about Link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com. Uh, membership is free right now, uh, really with no restrictions to the use of content. And uh, we are hoping that uh, that our members will uh, uh, help us with, with content. And many have started doing so. And we're starting to get some excellent content in French, in German, in Spanish. And I haven't checked perhaps in some of the other languages. Okay, Jill, I guess I did most of the talking today, but next time you get to talk more. <laughs> no problem. Okay, bye for now. And some